and welcome to The New Ugly, the only podcast where you can hear reviews of the songwriting contest Narine. I'm Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Ben. How's it going, Ben? Not too shabby, Mike. How you doing tonight? I'm doing great. You know, this contest really has me hyped up. And hyped up. Who says hyped up? And we've got the results from last week. The winner. Guess who the winner is? Um, the winner was everybody. All right. For our listeners out there who are just tuning in, round zero of Nurine is the fart and you get by round. But people still submit songs. It gets people on track. Nurine is a contest. You're in it with other recording artists, and you have to write and record a song to a particular title and challenge every week. And uh, people start getting cut in round one. Which is where we're at now. Which is where we're at right now. Last week, Marison got number one. Okay, nice. That was the male and female combo. Aaron and Sam, I believe, is the, Correct. the part of that. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And then now... For round one, whoever wins gets immunity, and the bottom three, uh, who are ranked by the judges, get cut. Okay. So, 20 songs this week, 17 next week. All right. And just, just out of curiosity, assuming we have listeners who have no idea where to go to find Nurine songs, do you happen to know where we can go find Nurine songs? You can go to nurine.songlander.com. That's N-U-R-E-I-N.songlander.com. That's German for only one. Nurein or Songlander? Nurein. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yes. Songlander's like Highlander, only with songs, not Highlands. Correct. Yeah. It's very I, 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 I wrote the website. Okay. So, some bookkeeping before we get started. I just wanted to say the uh, reception of the podcast has been fairly positive. I like fairly positive. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to get more people excited about this, get more community involvement. You know, as we've all gotten a little older, people have stopped posting on the boards. You know, Frank has stopped blaming the judges and, you know, people drop out, they come back, but it's never, it's never quite the same cohesive thing. So I'm really, I'm here to try and change that a little bit. All right. Yeah. And I want to address the elephant in the room. We may have been a little mean, just a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah I, could, I could see me being a little mean. You know, I, d I don't think it was anything extreme, but I want to be absolutely clear. I am here to uh, encourage the community and to foster the thing I love. And I love the diversity of all the contestants. I love this contest. I want to see it get better. I want to see the contestants get better. And I want to see it grow. And I don't want to do anything to hurt that diversity. So we're just idiots with opinions who happen to want to inject ourselves into the exciting contest of Nurine. That's very true. While Mike has very good intentions, I am still just an idiot with the microphone that Mike's provided. So it's Mike's fault that I'm here, even. I believe it was Inflatable Vegetables who said it kind of stings hearing the criticism. Oh, I mean, it does sting. It's, it, what's sad, not sad, what's hard, I think, is that no one's here to defend themselves. I would much rather be mean to someone's face than be mean behind a recording. And so I'm hoping maybe in the future we can address that if uh, scheduling and time and things permit. Sure. At some sure. point. And, and I will say something that an ex-girlfriend once told me once. Your dick is too small? I'm sorry. It was right there. You can cut that. Anyway. <laughs> an ex-girlfriend once told me the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is apathy. And, uh, and in a sense, well, 
you know, I was ignoring her when she said that, clearly. (laughs) But in a sense, anybody who takes their time to give you feedback about something you're doing, there are good intentions there. That's a little little emo, but... I think it's fine and fair and should be said that we we mean all the best. Now we're going to spend the next hour ripping your shit to shreds. Uh, that's, that's not setting the tone. I know. Um, another, funny, a, another thing to bring up, Song Fight Live is turning out to be maybe in San Francisco area this year. Oh, nice. In the August, August time frame. So if we get really popular, they'll pay for us to be there, right? Good Christ. <laughs> you, 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 you poor soul. You don't, know, you don't understand how any of this works. No, of course not. That's, that's my whole appeal, right? That's my fan base, is the fact that I'm an ignorant idiot. So I'm a little concerned because uh, I will have to get new clothes because I can't wear all of my Trump gear there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, it could be fun. I think if I go, I won't bring a guitar, which will be different. Every time I check a guitar and I'm just, why did I do this? Oh, you don't, don't you use it normally when you go? I do. So I thought. But for like a half hour set at most, ah, okay. you know. You might as well just rent a guitar when you get there, because that's a thing you can do, right? Probably. Probably somewhere, right? And you pay like 50 bucks to have the airline mistreat it both ways. Right, of course. Yeah. yeah. They, they ripped one of my guitar cases one time. Oh, that's a nice one. How do you even do that? I don't know. I mean, it depends what the rip is, right? One of the feet ripped off. Oh, that's easy. I rip feet off all the time. All right. Round zero is over. And that was fingers crossed. And you had to, you had to include reversed music or uh, singing, reversed singing or instrumentation. Round one now, which we are about to listen to, is After You. That's the title. Okay. And the challenge, which I may or may not have been involved in the choosing of. Being a judge. May or may not. Wink, wink. May or may not. I don't know. Did I? But I really like this challenge. And it is counter melody. Okay. So do you know what a counter melody is? Why don't we just pretend I don't know what it is? Because we're on a podcast talking to people. Let's just assume I don't know. Because I am an ignorant idiot. And let's talk about what a counter melody is. A counter melody is just another melody. That is not. I can't give you a great technical explanation. I would assume a counter melody is a melody that is counter to the current melody. Right. Instead of so, if you have vocals or you have another line of instrument or something, it is it is another melody that is running counter to your current melody. Probably the best thing I can think of is usually you hear those songs that have two singers singing two different lines at the same time. Uh, we usually with different words. Yeah. Um, that, that's probably the most obvious example of a counter melody. Cake is known for their counter melodies because you have the, uh, they have a lead instrument that will oftentimes respond to the singing in a sense. I guess song, uh, sing and respond is a type of counter melody. Okay. So essentially we just need two melodies of some various form or variation. Yeah, that's, you, you, that's roughly what we're shooting it, for. And it's not a harmony, because a harmony right. is at the same time. And, and it is a complement to the melody. Right. So with that said, I'm going to play Zed's Dead Baby right now. He's got those songs you'd kill to know you'd written. My words are shit, my melodies are so I assume we're talking this guitar and, and the singing would be the counter melody bits. Muse was bitten. That one. So open my 
Probably. Probably. If I were a good judge. I really like the loose playing. The loose playing? The, the, the loose drums. Oh, yeah. It's sloppy, but on purpose. The country Feels like there's a skip or two in the guitar that I'm not sure is on purpose. The, the drums are on purpose, but I don't know if the guitar bit, which also is, I think, mostly intentionally a little sloppy. I can't tell if that's intentional or not. Yeah, I'm mostly hearing the drums. The vocals are very much sloppy on purpose. I really like the harmonies there. I do too. My other complaint is I can't exactly understand what he's saying. It sounds like he's trying to say he's going to go after your new phone. There was some talk on the forums, and I think it has to do with uh, like a guy going after somebody who's really good. Oh, you mean like a performance and not like an ex-girlfriend? Oh, yeah, it, sound, yeah, it does sound that way. You're right. I hear it now. Because they just had that little exchange. That exchange made things a bit clear. I like that. I like the... Yeah. yeah. I don't want to go after you, I got a new number, but I think it's my blow. If I had to go after you, well, I would cry, 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 cry. So I'll wait a couple. I don't want to go. So that's uh, Zed's Dead Baby. Yeah, it's good. I think it's a great song. I, I think so, too. I think there were a couple technical bits that I'm not entirely sure of. Um, and like I said, the enunciation of the chorus left me a little confused at first, but that bridge is really solid. I like the talking bit that was there. I loved the purely vocal harmonies there. Makes me feel a little barbershoppy. I like the feel of the, the bluegrass south, which if that's not what you're going for, sorry, but that's definitely what I'm feeling. It feels kind of like a genre work, but it really owns it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's... Absolutely. Totally owns everything it's doing. All right. Now we've got Wendy Wiseman Fisher. I love the acapella intro there. That was great. I feel like it's really hard to do an acapella intro, I think, for most people, just in general, because it's hard to be a singer on your own. I really appreciate the effort. It's really good. Yeah, I think this this is a lot better than her last round. I, I feel like that's going to be a common theme as we go through this round, since there's no longer farting. Fair enough. I've, I, I think Wendy's new, so, you know, kudos to her for jumping right into the shark pool. I also, I, at the risk of sounding terribly, terribly offensive, I like that she's doing this sad-feeling song, but I'm pretty sure it's a joke. And... It, at least there's the couple lines I'm hearing while we're not talking. Wait, wait for it. Okay. There's, there's one coming up. All right. What? That's... That lost me, <laughs> honestly. It's the counter melody, man. 
just because it's a counter melody doesn't mean it has to be really, really weird. And it's true. But I like, I, I kind of like that it came out of nowhere there. Um, I mean, we yeah. have a song that doesn't have a lot of instrumental bits to it, um, and it's moving at a pretty slow, steady pace. So I know we said, or at least I said a lot last week, I wanted somebody who kind of you know, went for some weird stuff, kind of went out there. And I think that was a really good execution of being a little weird, being a little out there, but still technically really good and solid. Oh, yeah. I think last week she just had some, you know, weird drum loops and you had mentioned something about stark transitions. So I think this is a much better composition overall. Yeah. And I really hope that this is totally a joke song and not serious. I feel really bad because the part, the video game part was the first one. I was like, this is totally a joke and I love it. But if it's serious, I'm going to feel really, really bad about it. It's it wouldn't be bad if it were a joke and she owned the way she was singing those parts. I think I mean I think she did. I, I think she was trying to perform like it's a serious song. She but gets a little had weird. Uh, she, she was delivering those lines a little ironically because she knew they were a little awkward. I thought she committed really well. The Except maybe the that counter melody, the burger, the burger line, part. The burger, okay, that was like, a, that was intentionally. I could, I could look past everything except the burger line. Okay, and that was intentionally weird, right? I mean, I think that's to punctuate. The fact that this is a joke, like just in case you missed it or just in case you're me and you're worried about it, that was to punctuate this is a, this is a funny song. Go enjoy it. And and if I were laughing, okay, I'm not laughing. You don't laugh at anything, though. You have no soul. Strange love. <laughs> I still recall the phone call when you told me that you were going away. I wonder how much of these synths he programmed himself. That is an interesting question that you should ask him sometime. I'm going to give him credit and say he programmed everything himself. Yeah, I, I re I like this song. I understand what he's going for. I think he maybe didn't have enough time to bring it all together. The mix was very quiet, which makes it really easy to overlook in a pack of twenty. Yeah, I'm, I'm most, I mean, his lyrics and his vocals are really loud, so that's mostly what I'm focusing right now. The, the instrumental mix underneath is underneath. It's not behind it. It's just underneath. And the, it. and they aren't the best vocal take. I mean. You're, that's what you're gonna get in this in this competition, of course. So I'm, I'm trying not to judge quality of of lyric of vocal quality here, just because I know that's necessarily fair. Well, it's it's also known as production fight. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. You can't avoid it. Like it does color your opinion. I like all of the ideas going on. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you didn't have enough time to bring it all together. The, the vocal delivery is very much like, I have to get this done quick and sing it in a closet type of thing. Yeah. Not to be mean, because I've heard convincing vocals from him before. Right. Usually about his dong. Then he and I have something in common. I like the breakdown here. I feel like there should have been a key change. Did it not happen? Or did it happen and I just missed it? I don't think it happened. I don't think there was a key change. I feel like the, the, the odd part, when it comes in, I feel like there should have been a key change there. And I think that would have brought a bit more life to this last last bit and really brought it up a bit more for me. So that was Strange Love. 
Uh, if you can't tell by now, I'm playing these in reverse alphabetical order just to mess with you guys. Also, I'm trying to sort of cut this a little shorter, get a little tighter with the with the timing of the songs. We don't need to hear repeating for, for a true. very long you time. You definitely don't want to hear our voices jabber, jabber, jabber forever. Yeah, that's I mean, all. at least for 20 minutes, that's what you're here. Yeah. All right. Scoob. Scoob. Uh, S-cub. S-cub. Mike and I are both bobbing our heads, like, immediately. It's a good intro. I wish there were a disco ball in here. We should do that. It's our studio. We can do whatever we want. An acoustic disco ball. Yes. These are great vocals. They are. But I feel like they're not disco-y enough. Is that Wait for it. Okay. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Fantastic falsetto. I can't even say anything, I'm just dancing. <laughs> oh, nice stop there too. This is good. This is... This is good. It's got so many damn influences in it, you know? I know, but it's sodium catchy. Yeah. No, it's like, I can't say this sounds like something I know. If I had to put one artist on it, it would be... Prince? Damn it. I can't, I can't, no, I can't do it either. I was going to say either Jamericoy or... <laughs> oh, I love this high bit, though. God, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That is very Prince. That's a great falsetto. It's so it's so clean. It makes me jealous. I don't I don't I think I can do that, but I, maybe I can't. I probably can't do that. You can't do that. I can't do that. Ah, damn it. I'm just gonna jump to the end because I think the outro is uh, is notable here. That's your counter melody. Okay. Save it for the end there. It's a little shame that we saved the Fade counter out. for the end. That's a bit of a shame. I I feel like we could have... Uh, there's so much good in that song. I feel like there was room to add a counter somewhere. Although that might have made it sloppy. Maybe it totally wouldn't have worked. So. Yeah, I, I feel like that was the song he wanted to make. And God bless him for making that song. <laughs> God, right. God bless him That's for making true, that song. But he also was like, crap, I have a challenge and shoved in yeah, something at the end yeah, there. It, it was kind of a cover your ass type of counter, <laughs> counter melody at the And it fit great. I didn't feel like there was great resolution of the song because it just faded out. Right. I think he should have stuck that counter melody in at the bridge um, or maybe at all the choruses. To really round it, the fact that we would have hit the challenge, and then you could have done the outro however you needed to, and, and faded out a little. Yeah, that easy for you. Or that could have been a bridge, and then and then like really hammered something else home at the end. Maybe. I don't know. I like strong ends, and it's hard to come up with a strong end. That's true. I mean, it was it was a great song. But, I think we agree it's a great yeah. song. But he slammed we're, the challenge at the end, and I got to take points off. We're, of that. we're only we're only picking it because we love it, right? Just like a guitar and some things I shouldn't say. Uh, okay, so R O T R. Uh, we got corrected on what that stands oh, for. What does that stand for? Uh, uh, rip off of the Ramones. Oh, okay. What are the Ramones? Oh, God. Um, 
I will go find think they're, to do it next I think they're, I think they're, I think they're right a genus now. of squirrel. Yes. Got a good build here. Moving up. I think there was supposed to be some harmony there. Felt a little quiet though. Love this callback though. Feels very Soundgarden there. Yeah, most a lot of grunge I think would do that. Yeah, that mechanism. I like grunge better than Footloose. I like them equally. I'm an equal opportunist for most part. Of course you do. The only Kenny Loggins I like is Danger Zone. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not Footloose or Grunge, right? I just really like this song. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, I think, I think the fact that we called it grunge feels pretty accurate. It's, it fits in that genre really well. I, this callback is good, and it's interesting. The lyrics aren't, or the vocals, it's not the lyrics. The vocals aren't too terribly interesting. He mostly is doing a couple chords there. and It fits the genre. Yeah, so, it's, it's uh, solid. It's I, solid. I would listen to it. It's just so well done, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. Yeah, I have nothing really fantastically good or fantastically bad to say about it. Just good entry. Up next, Pig Farmer Jr. I had a match, <laughs> she had a lighter. Oh, what song is that? Mexico. This is a karaoke song now. Yes, very much so. Is it Piano Man or something like that? Um, it is reminiscent of Piano Man or, you know, half of Elton John's catalog. Which is not a bad thing. No. It is a, it's a bar karaoke song is what this is. This has a good... If this chorus is not a bar karaoke song, I'm going to be very let down now that we've built it up. I, I do want to about. sing along with it. Yeah. So this, this is... Oh, this is the chorus, isn't it? Dang it. Ah. Yeah, we built it up. You built it up in my head. I think it should be up a fifth or an octave. His vocals there should be, and they should be a bit louder, or at least by oh. the end we should be a bit louder. Because cause it, it's such yeah. a good sway for a drinking bar karaoke song. Yeah. Like, it has that feel... But that chorus has to be higher so the ladies can sing with it too and everyone can just like shout it. I think you're really on to something. It sounds like he's singing lower than is comfortable for him. This, this verses feel okay. The chorus though, I feel like he just, maybe he wanted to go, maybe he wanted to go high, but it was too high for him and he came back down. I, be, I bet he can hit it. I bet he could too. And I'm sure he's got he a nice voice, I bet he can hit even it. Even if he didn't hit it. The fact that we have the rest, like the fact that we're calling it a bar karaoke song, means that you could probably get away with it. Like he's doing the higher voice right now with it. Oh yeah. I wish there were more layered vocals right there because it's absolutely a sing along. Yeah. And you get more layered vocals in there of differing, you know, timbers. Is that how you say timber? Timber. I think it's timber. Timbre. I think it's Tamper, but I don't know. Yeah. So tomato to potato. You know, it just makes you want to sing along. It, it's very much a sing-along song. Like I said, I just... I feel so, like the chorus didn't hit it. So that's that's Big Farmer Jr.
I think he has an incredible knack for finding melodies that are really recognizable from other songs and like putting putting them all together. Well, I mean, I think I I think that that general melody also is just generally recognizable, right? It's not doing anything really quote unquote interesting. It's not trying to like push any boundaries. It's just sort of here is the melody. You can pick it up, and I think it's a good yeah. thing. It, it works well for the song oh, yeah. and the feel. Yeah, if, if you want people to sing along, you have to have a predictable melody. Right, it totally nails it. Yep. Step Next, we've got Paco. I think this one's actually clever. Nice, more high bits. I like this. I hope this is a thing where people just do random high notes. Another 50s feeling chorus there. The question is, that high bit, the high note bit, was that the callback? Was that the woman singing back to the guy, or was the guy doing the whole thing? I wasn't paying enough attention to the lyrics. I don't know. I can't I, swear to I it. really like that first high part, though. I do too. God, I want to put on a leather jacket and sit in front of a convertible and smoke a cigarette. This really does feel like a Muppets song where they're stuck <laughs> at a stoplight. I was gonna say something out of like Muppet Grease, maybe was where I thought you were gonna go with that. That is not where you went. You know what I, I kind of feel like we're trying to do here is we're trying to do, uh, and this would be weird, but we're trying to do like a 50s time warp is what I think he's trying to get to. You know, um, because there's there's lots of voices in there that he's doing. I think he's, yeah. he's at least three possibly more so i feel like he's trying to get the feel of a whole group singing one song together which it, i it does it, feel like a musical and i enjoy the effort and i think it actually went pretty well um i had it stuck in my head i think it's a i think it's a solid entry i really like it yeah it's really good it seemed like the vocals were supposed to be irritated that they were waiting and they, the voices for those vocals weren't very irritated they didn't sound like impatient actors. Yeah, I'd have to hear it again and really pay attention to the lyrics. Um, but you're right, the, the voices don't have a lot of different character. They just have a lot of different sound to them. To me, it sounded like people were getting annoyed that they were waiting and then they didn't act annoyed. They were very cool under pressure. He should have had one really angry dude that two-thirds of the way through the song, like in the middle of the bridge, just, just like destroyed like his the, guitar or, at the, the, wall. or yeah. the drum set or something, and then they all sort of awkwardly pick back up and finish. <laughs> yes, that would have been really great, actually. All right, Nick Soma. You left your email address In the basket I was busking in the streets Along with what made my heart jump who sings Born to Run? Is that Bruce Springsteen? No. Yes? Sounds like the, the, I think it's Bruce Springsteen. And the art community is going to shoot me for not knowing that answer off the top of my head. But he sounds like that guy. We're idiots. Yeah. Gonna say What's Bruce a counter melody? I don't know. <laughs> Who's Bruce Springsteen? I don't know. Yeah. It's a good 90s, like, uh, you know. All feel or almost early 2000s. I don't know if I put it in the 90s. Put early it in the 80s. 2000s. Put it in the 80s, I think. It's all cyclic. It's not. It's not. Yes. It's not hair metal band. 
80s, but I think you're putting it there because of the vocals, and I'm putting it there because of the, the instrumentation. It's probably true. Which I think is a, it's probably a good thing, because they, they're going well together. Like, I have... Yeah, I'm thinking of, like, uh... Oh, who's that? Oh, that one progressive... Like, almost progressive group. Don't worry I'm about not, it. I'm not gonna think of it. No, I'm not listening for the counter melody. Shoot, I can do that. So, I think it's a good song, uh, genre-wise. You know, I think it's pretty, I, pretty I think typical. it's two different, two different influences there, and they they work well together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I thought the counter melody of the guitar was pretty cool too. Like the tone of that guitar, really like that. Up next, we've got Wisconsin native Micah. I can go to hell kindly, or else I might as well retreat into whatever shell I crawled out of. I know it's true. Again, another good, solid intro that's mostly vocals. Not a cappella like Wendy did, but still good, strong. Hell, there's the counter. The scales, he has a lot of trouble hitting the pitch. From the vocal standpoint? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, that's it's just harder to do in general. But... Wait, was that the whole song? Are we done? Um, oh, short. I guess. Sweet. I guess, in my opinion, if you're going to do a primarily vocal song, hit the notes. <laughs> in, in the in the least offensive way, in the least offensive way, hit hit the notes. Like especially when you have multiple voices, not hitting those scales just right. The round was interesting, and it's an interesting idea. I almost want to say there were too many rounds happening. This might be in compliment to your point about the scales and the notes, but it sounded at the end there like it was just a lot of noise, which might have been the point, but if that was, that was the point, I feel disappointed. And if that wasn't the point... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I did not mean for that to happen. Marison, the round zero winners right now. Do they have an immunity then for this round? Or? No. Because round zero don't count. Just make it sure. Ish. Could have counted. I spoke up against it. Smart. This vocal style reminds me, and I can't think of her name, but there's a video game called Transistor that has a soundtrack that's amazing, and she sounds just like that girl. And if she is that girl, I'm a freak. But I don't think she is. She's got a beautiful voice. Right. Very clear. I've been spoiled with the last song being so short. I feel like we should have had our chorus and our, our counter melody by now. But I think it's just yep. the last song hanging over me. Yep. With these sorts of waltz songs with the guitar, they uh, they wear on me if they don't get enough stuff going on. I like the counter melody there. I do. I like it. Nice work, Sam. 
transistors and some like out of that video game. You should check out that video game, by the way. I don't get paid for that plug, but Transistors is a good game and a great soundtrack. Nice little guitar ditty here. Mm-hmm. So, it's very pretty. It's very pretty, and it's enjoyable. I don't know if I want to call it interesting, but it. I mean, it's slow. It's. I feel like I don't have a lot of emotion for it, which is maybe a weird thing to say, but it's it's very clean, it's very well done, it sounds very pretty, but I'm not very attached to it. I wonder if they are. I would assume they would be. They made it. I, so I have a sneaking suspicion this round that some of the contestants may have submitted waltzes just to please me. <laughs> and maybe <laughs> Sam did, is did, still using did the you, same bass tone because of me. Didn't you just say you hate waltzes, though? No, I love waltzes. It's just that constant strumming pattern and since that was the only thing other than Aaron's voice in the first real minute of the song although it was still nice to listen to I think I agree although that might be just like I said the last song hanging over us yeah it's you know like last time it's really hard to savor a song when you have 20 to listen to um one of the things I noted is that it might be cool to have some of those counter melodies or some more harmonies during the verse and pre-chorus there would have been interesting. I don't know. I think I liked it as it is. It was very pretty, and I would listen to it again, but it doesn't move me like I feel like it's supposed to. All right. Lucky Witch and the Righteous Ghost. Makes me feel like I'm back in fifth grade. And Belzio. Gotta, if they really do, did handbells for that, that's very impressive. I guess they didn't, because it's really hard to get a set of handbells, because they're expensive. No, it sounds like keys. No, it does, yeah. But I feel like they're not on key with the guitar. They are not. Which one of those is out of tune? I think that, well, I think the bells are intentionally dissonant. I'm just not sure why. They also really overpower everything else. Yeah, they're way too loud. I think the singer's the quietest part. That's, I feel like that's the reverse of what we normally would hear. For pop songs, yeah. For most, eh, yeah, I guess so. Depends what you're looking for. So I appreciate what they're trying to do. But it, 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 it's limited. It's not as well engineered as some of the other ones are. A better mix would have done uh, a world of difference here. I think so too. It was a bold choice though for the handbells and I like the opening with the handbells. Alright. We've got Lichen Throat. Ben's favorite. Ben's favorite because of the name. So mossy. It's so charming in a wonky way. After you, after you, I chase like after you. I'm pretty sure that you chase after me too. It's like they did this after huffing a paint can. <laughs> after you kissed me that day on the moor, oh, I felt my heart beat like never before. The breeze was cool and the sunbeams it, were hot. And it's a bit like Animal Collective if you've ever heard Animal Collective. God, I haven't heard Animal Collective in like 10 years. That makes me feel really old, Ben. Because when I heard Animal Collective, I already felt like I felt old. 
I like the quote tight use of dissonance here with the whole song. And these uh these chords here. Just just everything. It's like I'm not going to abide by your musical rules, your classical musical rules. I can appreciate that. You make your own rules. Like I get a little excited with this little this symbol here. I can tell the lyrics are pretty deep. Besides the fact that his voice is really deep. Oh man. You know I'm gonna throw this out there, and I I hope that Lichen Throat. That's how it's spelled, right? L-I-C-H-E-N. That's what we said. I know it's Lichen, but Lichen. I feel like his voice is really low and really gravelly that I kind of want to hear the rest of his music put through a old-timey record filter, I guess. I don't know what you call it. Because I think his voice in that mix would work really well. Even with, with doing nothing to his voice, but doing that to the rest of the music, I think would be really interesting to hear. Totally random, unrelated to this song right now. You know, it kind of sounds like a voice that's pitched down. Now that I think about the Ween connection a little bit more, like, oh, little birdie. I don't know if you know that song. Okay. Jerkatorium. Apparently it turns out that doesn't mean what you think it means. No one will ever know what I thought of. Got some Owl City influence here, I'm going to say. Which I'll probably get mad at me for, but eh. I miss you every day. I want you back to stay. I was not expecting this. The whole entry or? Yeah, this is awesome. Nice harmonies. Beautiful singing right there. Thinking of you. That's what I miss from this song. I was just trying to think, I was like, where's the where's the callback or the counter melody or whatever? Is there a speaking part underneath this? After you. No, that's no, no. just a nice harmony. Okay. Insane. When you hear me humming, then I, I think it's, it's the uh, his little bass synth run that was was catching me. After you. I like it. Alone. There we go. I like that. Tra- I like the progression there. Like Still moving it up. And singing on its own. The lyrics are probably cliche, but I won't dock anyone for that. Because I don't listen to them. Right. My wife heard the song in the car, and she was like, Ugh, well, your wife lyrics. Thinks, but she listens to lyrics. Your wife thinks everything is cliche, and... Yeah, she's pretty indie. She's pretty hipstery. You're departing. Dreams. See, that's that's what I. Res- that's what you want. I, I mean, I totally did that really bad, but that was kind of I mean, what I you're wanted. Right here on a podcast, but I mean, we also could have done, I think, a couple harmonies because the parts where you do with the callbacks, um, I think we also could have had a bit more, uh, two or three more layers of vocals in there to do some harmonies. I think that will also solve that need. That yeah. You're feeling. 
It had the spots for the callbacks, but not the callbacks. Come on. It's another song Hit that the it, callbacks. it's another song that I feel like was was done well, but again, I'm just not very emotionally attached to it. Like I don't it technically I think yeah. it hit all the right oh, spots. I, I just I, not Yeah. Okay. I'm not married to it. I, which I, I can see you're I, th- you I wanna think we're just gonna be right complete now. opposites on Jerkatorium the whole content. Probably. Probably. We got inflatable veggies. I like this strong opening. The vocals are a little quiet, but I like it. Some harmonies would have been nice. I think, I think the counter melody does a really nice job. I think it just needs to be a little quieter. It, it, made, it felt very film noir-y, which I didn't think I could put that to music, James but that's, that's what I would do, yeah. <laughs> I like that little bend of MIDI. This is very much a spy song. A spy thriller, James Bondy. If Depeche Mode did it. God. I love Depeche Mode, by the way. Oh, man. That guitar strum riff we just did there makes it sound like it should be a Western-themed James Bond, which I would totally watch. 100% would watch that movie. Anyway, that's not about the song. but Britain didn't exist in the Wild West. I'm just saying. I like this song. I do too. I like where the drums get a little weirder too at the end. I do kind of feel like the intro does not match the rest of the song. Like his vocals yeah. do. No, the intro had a the, lot of energy, and then the verse kind of kind of took it down a notch. But I think I think it's a good entry. I think so too. All right, the next song is by Glenn Case. Here we go. You don't like the cold, so I will hold the door and go in. Beautiful voice. It's good. You. And change. There. Perfect. Truth be told. Do, 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 do. Don't do that. I need to listen for a counter melody. You it's can't just, coming. I, I'm sure it is, but you can't just inject your own in there. Second verse, though, that would have worked well. That's what she said. God damn it. You're right, life does come without a test run. I like that. Great line. Nice little tension there. There it is, callback. Very Guster here. I don't know if I've ever heard Guster. To be honest. But anyway. It feels very um, musical-esque, this callback. Like, it, it... they mesh really well. They don't really overlap each other. They're in the same sort of key and melody-ish type deal. It's double time, but 
It feels. It reminds me of a lot of musical, so they have this this mechanism of a callback. The song itself, though, the song sounds kind of like like it sounds like this should be in the Green Day musical. That's what's in my head right now. This should be in the Green Day he musical. He sings much better than the Green Day. I mean, guy. Of, course, of course, but it feels this feels like something Green Day would produce for their musical, which I don't know if that ever came, became a thing. I don't think Green Day knows how to make harmonies this good. To be honest. That might be true. I haven't heard Green Day in a long time because I kind of hate now, them. Now maybe Weezer, but I mean, this song makes me. Oh, oh yeah, I can hear the Weezer. That's a fun little key change. Oh, I missed it. Damn. Wait, are you sure there was a key change there? I don't know. I don't think so. It's just different. <laughs> Do I look like a musical genius? Well, I mean, you say it all the time. This is where Ben died, and I have to finish the podcast alone. So that's a nice song. That's nice. I like it. It's good. I, I, I had it stuck in my head as well. Really? I don't think I could sing a single line back to you no. after hearing it. Well, I can't sing yeah, I know. any of it. I know, I'm so mean. You are salty. Salty like a sea. But the melody I had stuck. The melody felt familiar, but it's not stuck in my head. I don't know what that says about the song, that's just a fact. Moving on, we've got Cave Dwellers. They were my favorite last week. I don't remember last week at all. I was way too The drunk. Irish jig that you kept oh. railing on. Yeah. I saw their comment on the forum about how I, they were surprised at me but with my Irish jig comment, which I am I didn't go research later, so I'm very curious about what's going to come later. Now we pride ourselves on not researching here. Well, at least I do. That's my whole hook. I was dead. Can you hear the over-compression hurting your ears? Is that what that is? Yeah. You learn these things when you spend years and years engineering things. Yeah. So, not great mastering job. Okay. I was going to say this was intentional. This. Whoa. Oh, I, I didn't even notice it. It's a stereo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. That's cool. That is awesome. I like it. That was a very different... This is probably the most counter counter melody I think we've heard so far, I think. The, the bass is definitely a counter melody. But I mean, that, that bit, too, was like, just here's a thing I'm going to give you. Oh, just wait for it. There's more. Yeah. But wait, there's more. <laughs> when I'm dead, I will be a mist of it's just the core of the song is a little vanilla. To me. I think I kind of appreciate that fact. I agree that it is, it's not, it's not pushing any boundaries, this core bit, but that allows you to do really weird-ass doof. On the outside of it, so it's like so the av- so the average is like pushing the boundary. Yeah. The problem is my average is I'm really basic vanilla and I'm really extreme in my weird counter melodies, which I can't complain about actually. It's interesting. This is. I love this singing. It's good. It's so on. So on key. I feel like there should be a harmony here, though. 
Oh, but it's so it's so pure on its own. I I wouldn't. I just feel like the whole the song as a whole needed a harmony there. The high part shouldn't have yeah. been the, the I, whole. I mean, bit. I think the whole arrangement could be a little different to keep it spiced up during the verse and a little, you know, keep the fun stuff. Change the dynamics a little bit. This is probably my favorite part. And nobody home after you. I won't stand in obsolescence. Nice work, cave dwellers. That's a very chilling part. Okay, I'm gonna say something because you really like them. I feel like I have room to be kind of nitpicky here. Yeah. His high part counter melody, the end of every lyrical line sounds like it's trailing off and not ending, which might be intentional. Just that, that last bit where he has the, the low melody is fine and the high melody is fine, but the high melody ends up just trailing into nothingness. Not, not, it's not even true. It just doesn't end. It just trails a little. I like, I like that, but I don't like how it's... I don't like how the cool stuff is couched in the song. You know? What do you mean by couched in? Because the verse is kind of a, a little slow, a little plodding, and then you you get all the cool stuff all at once. Feel like a little a little moving things around, a little playing around with that. I you know, I'm gonna disagree with you. I think Of I, course you I'm, are. well I'm going to not entirely disagree with you. Of I course think you their are. Their first counter melody with the weird stereo guitar strummy things, whatever that was called. That was a slide. Thank you. Uh, that was really interesting, but then we sort of lost it later. I think it was still in there on the second chorus and things, but I think we tried to pack too much into the later bits. That's why I really liked the breakdown where they cut out everything, and it was just the high vocals and the, uh, I think it was a shaker or mm -hmm. a tambourine. Yeah. I almost want to say they just tried one too many things in this song. The yeah. remix of this song would probably be something I would listen to until. I get sick of it, and I would probably like the remix better than the original. So that's kind of kind of where I'm at. Next, we've got Bafo Yuck's Dudes. If he never says after you ever again, I'm going to call shenanigans. I always was a I don't believe that, Buffo. feel like I'm playing Zelda or something. <laughs> I hear it. But like sad emo Zelda. Like Twilight Princess, only more risk-cutting and less saving princesses. You tell me you wish I were dead after you. Okay, good. At least one more time. He doesn't sound angry enough. He sounds. He sounds like Justin Bieber angry in that new song, newish song he has about uh, "Go Love Yourself." Because I feel like he should be that, that too. I like though that he fills it in. So I hated it at first when he just did the "After You" at the very beginning, but now he's filling it in and keeping the same "After You," and I, I like it more. Or at least I'm coming around to it. So points in that favor. Yeah. I also like the uh, drum buildups with the extra hits in there. You 
Oh, you say build up, but I think it's like volume intensity. Well, no, there are more snare hits. Right. I do feel like the drum volume and the drum tone crank the volume, change the tone. This could be a really heavy-hitting song, especially with emotional vocals. I don't feel like the vocals are very emotional. I would especially agree because I think we just talked through the whole second verse and chorus, and it didn't really sound different to me. Nothing caught me there. Yeah, so I, he kind of needed a break after the chorus, like after you, bum bum. I think I think the second verse should have come back down. I think really is what it is. He tried to do the whole progression: first verse is really quiet, chorus gets a bit louder, and then you either you need to do something else with the the next verse, then either make it louder, louder, bigger, whatever, or yeah. Or even, or even if he added angry, like angrier vocals at each chorus, like like progressively get angrier, that would be interesting. Berkeley social scene, I like this one. Good so you for won't. You? you won't like it. The storm and the shore. We stood in the tempest, grasping for safety. No, I like this. Screw you, Mike. After you, an ocean of blood, and the waves will crash <laughs> over me, but I'm still standing after you. If he had a higher voice, I would say this came out of My Chemical Romance. This stripped down verse just like melts me and makes my nipples erect. Before you, an ocean of love. After you, an ocean of blood. And the waves will crash over me. But I'm still standing after you. This part's a little weird, but it's the. Is it this supposed to be a like counter melody? That was just a, a bridge. No, right? Half of one. I don't know what you call them between a chorus and a bridge, but so I'm gonna go with bridge. I just. <laughs> my heart melts. Wow. Down an island, thinking the worst is over now. Before you, an ocean of love. After you, so that's Berkeley. So, so wait, was there a counter melody in there? I don't know if I heard one. I'm, I, I'm I mean, sure it's in here. The somewhere. bridge vocal bit was supposed to be it, maybe. Here. Oh. Yeah. I'm gonna call shenanigans like I did earlier for. Hold on, I, wrote, I took notes down. That's why I'm talking less. Oh shoot! But there's somebody in there. I somebody love that it. guitar tone and that bass tone. And you know what I feel like? So I've met most of these people. I think they sat in a room and they were like, "Well, golly, what type of song would Mike like?" <laughs> And then, and then they all a, brainstormed. You might have a slightly inflated sense of self there, buddy. I don't care. I can tell. I That's don't like care. That's like the whole point. I don't care. I don't care. It feeds exactly into it. I feel like they made the song for me, and that makes me happy. Hey, whatever makes you the judge happy. That's the point. It is a good song, though. I like it. 
I, I'm going to call shenanigans a little bit on the counter melody. I, a little shenanigan on the counter melody. All right, we got balance lost up. This is also an, another really cool one. Now we're also playing a Zelda game. This one's just a lot happier. Show me a shortcut to save time. Everybody's leaving me alone at the start line. I can smell a scent as the wind blows. Something that remains even after you go. Salvation will not be brought to you by a blinding light in your darkest hour or force you to prostrate yourself before a needy and jealous will. It will not absolve you of the need to adapt with the passing of time and the perfection is a gift you were given to squander. He really pulled off the talking part in my opinion. Yes, it was executed well. I am not entirely sure why it's there, but it's it's well done and there. So, points in his favor. I would listen to this song at least at least one more time to get. I am I am intrigued and puzzled by this. I love it. Damn it! I think I do too. <laughs> it is just so I, charming, and I, I just, I like it. It's growing on me. I thought I was gonna hate it when we started, and then he finished the first one, and I was intrigued. And then he did the second one, and I, you're right, I, I like it. I'm so confused by this song. I don't know. It's but, at, at bare minimum. It's different, and I like it. I like the fact that it, it's different, and he went for something different that we haven't heard yet, right? No one else has done a weird rappy verse, I don't think. That was so. That was just talking, but... I mean, I know, but, you know, you know what I'm getting at. It's, it's different yeah, than the rest I, of them. I mean, and, I, like, I, I understand some of the inspiration for that, and I think it takes really, really... Like, it takes a lot of conviction to be able to pull that through, you know? To pull through a talking part like that, all right, how many more we got left? One, One more. And it is 73, keep it beautiful. Yeah, this also sounds like that Transistor soundtrack. Man, we are doing some good things today. After you, the blackness seems a little brighter. After you, this crushing I didn't want that. Second verse. Okay, so counter melodies. Same lyrics, I think. So it's more of a callback counter. I like it, though. I like the underlying guitar. It feels very relaxing. I would listen to this. Uh, this is this is some good, like, I need to listen to something and work for a while, but I need to be relaxed with it. I would totally listen. And again, sounds like something off the Transistor video game soundtrack. No idea if anyone's ever played, but again, plug. I feel like it's a very good song despite its genre. That's what I said on the forum. Like, he kind of picked an elevator genre. A little bit. I can see it being And then he made it sound really good. Yeah. So, kudos. Yeah. 
It made me dance a little bit. That was a good thing. Yeah. I good felt thing. good when I listened to it. All right. So, Ben actually took notes this time. I know. It's why I'm not as chatty. <laughs> and because I drank less. But, you know, things are things. All right. So, you're saying we should take shots before the final round. Did you just see that squirrel come in and take all my bird seed? My poor birds are going to starve! I know. It's such a shame to have your nice pretty lawn littered with dead, starving birds. If only there were a way to stop the squirrel from taking all that bird seed! I have a way you can stop that. Just install this wonderful new product, Squirrel Killer. Squirrel Killer? What's it do? Well, a Squirrel Killer is genetically modified bird seeds such that when birds eat them, nothing happens. They are fed and healthy. Even morning doves? That's right, but when squirrels eat them, those squirrels go kaboom! If you order now in the next five minutes, we'll also include a free squirrel cleaner upper. That's right, even though we guarantee you'll never have squirrel bits all over that nice side of your house, sometimes things do happen. And when they do, you can be right there with your squirrel cleaner. It's even got a little tail. For only two easy payments of $19.95, you can have your own squirrel killer. Offer not available in Hawaii, Canada, or California. Keep squirrel killer away from your animals, dogs, and cats. Squirrel killer should not be ingested by little kids. We should do some rankings, shouldn't we? Yeah. Again, I think we're going to do top three and bottom three. Yeah. Bottom three is going to be really hard this time. Holy crap. And I'm going to feel really bad about this round. As a judge, I felt terrible. There were so many good ones, and even the ones that weren't in the top were very good. I don't know if I would cut anybody from this round. Look, it's a, it's a burden I have to bear. You're lucky you don't have to. I am very lucky that I only that have to bear this burden and say my choices publicly, and you get to hide yours behind being a judge. Maybe I'll say something. I don't know. It's okay. At least my vote doesn't count, ladies and gentlemen. I will that's, say that's <laughs> what we said last election, right? <laughs> so we say every election. I'm gonna do the, the bottom three first, to so we can end on the top three, and I'm gonna give and this first one's easy to pick. I'm going to call out S-Cub, Scoob, Scub, whatever, because they didn't really do the challenge, I think. They they technically did it. How can you put this in your bottom three? It's a great song. They just didn't do the challenge until the very end. You are a cheap. hater. Yes. That's why I'm here. The guy that they've never met before. So you can push all the hate on me. I'm a faceless fact, name to them. I kind of hate you for ranking this. You always hate me, so I don't. So I feel is this no your last? This is just in the bottom three. I don't. I there are enough songs, and they're all good enough that I'm very hard pressed to put them in an actual ranking order. And because I'm not a judge, I don't have to, and I'm not going to. All right. I, I love this high part, though. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I got cut. And I love eye. that. That stop. That's why it's a technicality. <laughs> They're in the bottom three. Because it is, it is a good song. Alright. Shame. I know. The next two that are in my bottom three are, again, on things that are that, good songs, but I feel like they, they didn't fully realize their potential. So they are frustrating me the most emotionally. That's what we're going to talk about. And so the next one I'm actually going to put, and I, don't, I, don't, I feel bad doing this because I want to hear more, because there's so much potential is Lycanthrope. And here's what I'm going to say. Lycanthrope, 
is you have a very deep and gravelly voice and you should leverage it, but you need to leverage it by not trying to hit notes anymore. I think that's the meanest thing you have ever said. I'm going to try and phrase it to be less mean. I think there there is a lot of potential in this voice to be epic and different and offsetting. And he is just doing what everyone else is doing, which is singing a song and hitting notes. And I feel like you need to go the complete opposite way and just try and get some cool gravelly sound effects while you're talking. And I think it'll it'll set yourself apart a lot more. I wish I had some good country artists on in my head right now uh, who do the really low sort of talky country gravel talk song things. I would urge you to find some country guys who do the low talky gravel voice thing. And I think this is one an engineering problem because earlier we said that the handbells are overpowering and I like the intro at the level it's at. But they should have come back down or not been as present. And the vocals have to come up. They are really... I can't hear what he's saying, especially over the handbells, and it makes me not pay attention, which is a bad thing. Yeah. Anyway, so there's my, there's my bottom three. The bottom three were really very difficult for me to pick. Because everybody had such a good song, and I could hear a lot of promise in all of them. One of the places that we may have differed, I would not have put Lycan Throat in the bottom three. And I clearly did not put S-Cub in the bottom three. I know. You looked like you wanted to stab me to death when I said that. But I did. I, I do agree with Lucky Witch. Anyway, let's hear your, let's hear your top three. There's a lot of these things, a lot of these notes I have of these songs are things that I'm like, yes, this is totally good. And then I have the, but you didn't 100% deliver on the promise. And then I was like, ah. Maybe you're a jerkatorium. I am all the jerkatoriums. <laughs> okay. So here's what I'm going to pick for the. And I probably want to pick five, but we're just going to pick the first three. Yeah. Off the notes that imagine I... ranking every single one of them. That's what I had to do. Ben. You know, I'd feel better doing ranking all of them as at least I can as I just have to avoid the bottom three. That's it. But now I have to shove three in the top. Do you know how numbers work? No. Like you have to you have to pick some for the bottom when you rank them in order. It's called pigeonholing. Pigeonholing is a mathematical term where you have, it's essentially the, the story is you have X number of holes and Y number of pigeons, and you have to fit all your pigeons into holes. It's a weird mathematical term that has a lot more behind it than we're going to get into this thing, but that's essentially what it is. It boils down to you have X number of spots and Y number of things. Stick all the Y things into X spots. Yeah, but you might, you might like one song for one reason and another song for another reason, but you might dislike them both for different reasons, and it's very hard to rank an apple that has a spot with an orange that has a spot. You know? So I like the bluegrassy feel, but I really like the the big vocal harmonies near the end. I think it was the bridge that had them. I like the feel. It makes me it makes me bop in my seat. But a similar feeling song was Pig Farmer. That bar karaoke song should be in the top three, but the chorus, like we talked about earlier, was a little weak. So. Not going to cut my top three. Top five, probably don't not top three. And actually, one of the next ones I like, which I don't think you'll agree with me at all. So I like the vocal intro, but I just, 
I like the sentiment behind it. I like, again, assuming she meant this to be a joke and not really serious, because I'm going to feel like a giant dick if it's serious. But I like that she says, hey, I have this serious, sad song about some joking burgers. material. Yes, about patent heads and burgers. Burgers. I just like, it makes me laugh. God, I hope this is a joke. Otherwise, I'm going to feel so bad. But Burgers. I like it. That's it. It resonates with me, not in like a, because oh, I sympathize. It just, it just makes me laugh. It, I have a response to it. You like video games and burgers. Hell yeah, I do. What person doesn't? It's not escapism when it brings me back to burgers and video games. You, you can write a song about pooping and sex, too. And, and, and then what are we? We're just monkeys. We're just monkeys writing songs about monkeys, doing monkey things. What do you think every love song ever is? That's the whole point of being human is having that abstraction layer that confuses you. No, that's what novels are for. Novels are for abstraction and hero dreams. Songs are about trying to feel human. They're about hitting a core, deep human emotion and need and resonating with that. There's no escapism in music. There's escapism in words, not in song. These are words. That's the Go problem is that I Go hear video the game. words. And they're about ver- burgers and video games. The guy who doesn't listen to lyrics. Sorry, Wendy. I, I, think, I think you will appreciate that banter. You seem to have a good spirit. The reason I like it and the reason he hates it is the exact same reason. The last one I want to put in the top three, which was not at all, which is my bottom three last week. Balance lost. Yes. Very I nice really bit. appreciate the the fact that the spoken word bits are interesting and hook me, even though at first they confused me. I went through a range of emotions there for it. I really appreciate that. Yeah. No, it's a great song. The ending, which I don't think you've heard, is is a little bit of a letdown. I think me. we skipped that a little bit, but yeah, that's fair. Show me a shortcut to save time. But that first Everybody break for the voice really. Me, what's coming up? Or we just yeah, that that the the first break for the talking really gets me. Oh yeah, it's right here. Salvation will not be brought to you by a blinding light in your darkest hour. The lyrics throw me for a loop. I have and I, no I've idea both. what the hell he's talking about, but I don't care because I feel that he knows what he's feeling and saying. Yes. Even if he doesn't. There, yes. And it might be his accent. His whole the whole thing just has it gives me a range of emotions and I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. So it's so upbeat. Okay. I don't know if it's upbeat. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. But that's all. So there's my top three and my bottom three. Sorry, bottom three. Yeah, I I think uh well S Cub definitely you know it was you, such you, a good song, but uh, he skipped the challenge. Whatever. So technicality, I win. I don't feel bad about it. Whatever. You ju- you just don't know how to nur ein. The uh, the other one I think deserves a you're little more credit gone. is Turgatorium. You've left your moving After last week's joke so song, this is After a you. great song in my opinion. Went away. Another one that I feel I improved from last week. I want you. Berkeley's social scene. Oh yeah, Berkeley is great this week. Yeah, I mean both both those bands really went up in my ratings. The wind and the sea, the storm and the shore. We stood in the tempest. 
grasping for safety. Before you, an ocean of love. I could, I could, I could sit here dumbfounded for this song the whole day. So I won't. Thank you. I won't. Thank you. I won't waste your time. <laughs> so we've got good news and bad news. The good news is we have six rounds left. Yes. The bad news is we are going to lose three bands for that, round two. That is so heartbreaking. Because I don't want to lose anybody, which means this is only going to get worse. Yet you don't feel too bad when you throw them to the bottom. I only didn't feel that bad about S-Cub because technicality. And that's Because my, you know he won't get That up. is my sandcastle shield defense. Round two is going to be the title, Tired of Talking. The challenge, lyrics consist of only one sentence. I think that'll make a pretty interesting song. I think that'll make a really ironic podcast, because we're going to sit here for an hour and a half talking about songs that are about not talking. About being tired of talking. Yeah. 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 I get it. Yeah, there it is. There's my recognition. Thank you. All right. So you can get the podcast. You probably know if you're listening to it at podcast.songlander.com. You can get all these songs for free. Go listen. Go go vote in your hearts, people, at nurein.songlander.com. That's nur, N-U-R-E-I-N.songlander.com. And we'll see you next week. We, we song, song love you, you long time. time. Can't say that with a straight face, but I love it. I hope somebody next week does the song and their one sentence is I hate Mike and Ben's podcast. I hope that's the one sentence in their whole thing so we can talk about it. I mean, I hope their one sentence is about the anime that they're singing about. Oh my god, I hope there's an anime theme song! I'm still waiting for that one. I know. It'll happen. It'll happen. Uh, it's 9 o'clock Central Coast on a Wednesday night. We, we gotta keep up that end banter, Ben. Oh, we're still going to the end banter? Shit, son. Come on, learn how podcasts work. I assume we had signed out already. Yeah, and then there's the end banter. I know, I thought we did the end banter already. Uh, Fine. You want end banter? Let's talk about... Let's, you know what? Last week we gave you dick inflators. This week we gave you anal bum reducers. That's right, people. Maybe you want a big butt, but you probably want a tiny butthole. Give yourself an anal bum reducer. Sorry, man. I interrupted and I had to come back with something, and that's where I'm at because it's the end sign out bit. What do you want? People aren't listening anymore. They stopped listening a long time I ago. I guarantee Aaron is still listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aaron, this is for you. Make sure you buy Matt an anal bum reducer. We song love y'all later. <laughs>